This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Turn your Bible with me, please, to the book of Exodus 33. I read from verse 9. And it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle. The cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. God is talking to somebody this morning. And you will listen. You will obey him. You will do that which is required from you in the name of Jesus. And when God talks to you, he brings strength. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face. God can repeat the same thing. God will speak to you and I this morning face to face and for the rest of our life in Jesus' name. If you believe that, say a big amen. <clears throat> yes. As a man speaketh unto his friend, and he turned again into the camp. But his servant, Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Can you see? Now in verse 12, and Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou said unto me, Bring up these people, and thou shalt, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. You will find grace in the sight of God in Jesus' name. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may know thee, <clears throat> that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. Verse 14. And he said, my presence shall go with thee. Amen. Amen. That may God is assuring you as you go out in this week, his presence will go with you. Say a big amen. amen. And I will give thee rest. Rest on every side in Jesus' name. Amen. And he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up ends. For wherein shall it be known? known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight. Is it not in that thou goest with us, so that so shall we be separated, I and thy people, and from, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do these things also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight. I know God is talking to somebody I know God is talking to somebody. You have found grace in the sight of God. Say a big amen. And I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me now, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness to pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And we and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Now, you are going to lift up your voice this morning. You are going to say, Gracious Father. Now you can unmute your devices. You are going to say, Gracious Father. You promise to show mercy. Show mercy. To whom you will show mercy. Compassion to whom you will show compassion. Be merciful unto me. 
Amen. 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 to me and my household. Open your mouth and leave, make that your prayer. Amen. Gracious Father, this morning, your word tells us that you'll be gracious to whom you'll be gracious. You'll be merciful to whom you'll be merciful. Cry to God this morning. Say, my Father, be gracious unto me. Be gracious unto me. You said you will be gracious to whom you be gracious. Say, Lord, as I go out in this week, be gracious unto me. Be merciful unto me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Be merciful unto me in the name of Jesus. Be merciful unto me in the name of Jesus. The Kalu, the Gaganda, the Karadis, the Nadia, the Anto, Geta, Geta, Lekuru, Tiana, cry to God, the Lord, be merciful to my family. As we go out this way in the name of Jesus, show us your mercy, show us your mercy, show us your mercy. Merciful unto me, be gracious unto me, be gracious unto my family. Nikodika Balagianego, Father, be gracious unto me, be merciful unto me. Nineka Gokotiatina, Bushatia, be gracious unto me, be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Be gracious unto me, be merciful unto me, be merciful unto my family. The attack of the Gatina Bradea, in Telecote, Rena Shetake, in the Gilgilica Valiata, in Daladocos, the Rue, in the Kutika, the Karakata, the Ajata, and the Koko, in the Kutika, Lord, be merciful unto me, make that your prayer this morning. Father, be merciful unto me, be gracious to my family. Father, be merciful to me and to my household. be merciful to Lord, be merciful to me and my household. Be gracious unto me and my household. Be gracious unto me and my household. As we go out this way, in the name of Jesus, let all your children find your grace and mercy. Thank you for answered prayer. For in Jesus, my name, we have friends. Amen. Amen. All your prayers are answered in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, continuing in our series on knowing the ways of God. And we have God accept us to look at the characteristics of um, you know, when a man walks in his own way, and also 
now we were looking at uh, how would you then know that you're walking in the ways of God? For your life will look at quite a number of uh, things or what you can call blessings or benefit or characteristics. And so this morning, we are going to look at one of the blessings of walking, of walking. in the ways of God. Uh, from where we read in the book of Exodus, chapter 33, uh, we saw there the conversation between the great man of God, Moses, and also the almighty God. Now, uh, you know, the Lord, the Lord had made, uh, you know, the Lord had renewed his covenant with the people. And so that conversation actually starts from verse one. But because of time, we have to shorten and read from verse nine. So for better understanding, I encourage you to read from verse one. Uh, you know, it gives you a better picture of what happened. Now, but looking at it, um, the Lord was not happy with the people of Israel. He was not happy with them. If I, he told Moses that, he said, these people are stiff, naked people. When you say somebody is stiff, naked, you say that person is stubborn. Stubborn. And the Bible describes stubbornness as the sin of witchcraft. So it, uh, it, 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 a stubborn person resists the hand of the Holy Ghost. A stubborn person resists the move of God. And you know what? Anybody that affects the Holy Spirit is the sin the Bible tells us that cannot be forgiven. And so the people had grieved God. God was not happy with them. Now, but then the man Moses was standing in the gap in between God and the people. Now, so the, the, the tabernacle of God, the, the, the presence of God came down into the church. So the tabernacle represent the church in those days in the wilderness. So the tabernacle, the cloud, so God appeared in a cloud. It's like just a big cloud in your home or, you know, in the church. And so Moses went then. Every other person, when they saw it, they bowed down and they worshiped. And so God, you know, spoke to Moses face to face. Now, when we talk about God speaking to Moses face to face, um, we are not saying that um, just like the way I can see my wife uh, face to face now. You see God, you see the shape, <laughs> um, the, when God appears in a cloud, a cloud don't have shape. So it is not like you see a man's face appear. But the thing is that the, the cloud that came down represent God. Now, the people could hear the voice of God, but they couldn't see his face. So Moses was in that cloud, and then God was talking to him. So now, but again, the Bible tells us God spoke to Moses face to face. Now, but there was no similitude. There was no similitude. What that means that there's no, <clears throat> there's no particular shape. You can lay your hand on and say, this is the shape of God. I remember studying the, during the, uh, my personal study time, uh, during the weekend, I was studying the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4. And I noticed that in verse, in verse 12 and 12 to 13, I observed that the Lord, you know, the Lord, the Lord appeared to the people. But the Bible then tells us there was no similitude. 
there was no similitude. The people could hear the voice, Deuteronomy 4, 12 to 13. There was no voice. I mean, there was a voice, but there was no similitude. I mean, there was no, you can't say this is the shape of that of God. So, and that's why God doesn't want anybody to try to represent him with any image. And that is, that is one of the grievous sins that mankind has committed. Man trying to represent God with one calf image, trying to represent God with river, trying to represent God with the moon, trying to represent God with a special tree. There's no special tree anywhere. This is only this almighty God that is special. So now, lo looking back to you know, that, that book of Exodus chapter 33, and so the cloud appeared, there was no similitude, but Moses could hear God's voice and God could talk to him too. The people could see the cloud, they could also hear the voice of God. And there was something happened, which is where God is taking us to this morning, is that, uh, you know, beginning from verse 12, we saw that uh, the man Moses began to intercede, began to tell the Lord, well, you say you know me by name. You say you have called me. You say you have found favor in your sight. If it is true, uh, uh, sir, well, if it is true, <clears throat> show me thy way in verse 13. Verse 13 said, now, therefore, <clears throat> I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way. So knowing the ways of God, Moses had wanted to know the ways of God. That means he, he couldn't really overturn this kind of God, this mighty God. He said, show me now thy way that I may know thee. So knowing the ways of God is knowing God. He said, so when you know the way of God, then you know God. Now he said, I may find grace in thy sight. That means knowing, knowing the ways of God, it is finding grace in the sight of God. And he said that I may now and consider that this nation is thy people. So then he went on. And God replied in verse 14. My presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest. Now, so we are not rest. Rest as one of the blessings, characteristics of, of walking in the ways of God for your life. You enjoy absolute rest. You enjoy rest in your mind. You know, I was telling somebody, uh, or maybe we're discussing, I can't remember how long ago. And I'll say that I'm not stressed at all because I'm not the one doing the work. I'm not the one doing the work. You see, when God is involved in something, you are not stressed. You're just doing it effortlessly. You are doing it joyfully. Because in natural sense, you are not the one, you are just a picture. So now looking at this, the Lord told Moses, he said, I will give you rest. So rest is one of the blessings that you and I enjoy when we walk in the ways of God. Now rest, rest is one of the greatest blessings any man can receive from God when you walk, that means that you will receive from God when you walk with God. You are, you are, you are, you are, your mind, your mind is peaceful. Now, what is rest? Rest is the state of being peaceful. Rest is the state of being calm. 
Rest is the state of getting things done without struggling or stress. To somebody this morning, I speak to you, an end has come to struggling in your life in the name of Jesus. This morning, God is giving you rest in the name of Jesus. An end has come to stress in your life in the name of Jesus. You will see young, even young people say they are stressed. Not that they have wife, husband, or children. They say they are stressed. What are you stressed about? One of the things that stresses people is when people try to walk in their own way, it brings stress. So man's way brings stress, but God's way brings rest. I say it again. Man's way brings stress, but God's way brings rest. Let's say it together. Man's way brings stress, but God's way brings rest. Or mute your device and say to your neighbor, say, man's way brings stress, but God's way brings rest. So this morning, the Lord will give you rest on every side as you go out in this week. You will find rest on all sides in the name of Jesus. Over your business, over your career, over your work, whatever thing your hand on, you are going to school, whatever thing you're doing, over your marriage, maybe you have experienced one crisis or the other. God said, I should tell you, is giving you rest. And you begin to enjoy rest in the name now. So now rest is God's promise to, to, you know, to his children. It's one of his promises. There's, there's, there's earthly rest and there's a test. Rest here on earth. And that's why you see some people, they are, to, uh, they are still in, in their they are 30 years old, but they can look like 50 years old somebody. You know why? Stress. Stress is not good. Don't allow anything to stress you. Do not allow anything to stress you. God has come to give you life and life in abundance. So not a life of stress. So you need to slow down and ask yourself, what is it that is even stressing me about this? Why? Why am I even stressing myself? Brother, we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we are taking nothing out. Nothing. I'm telling you, nothing. So why then? Why are you stressing yourself unnecessarily? Brethren, why are you stressing yourself over your children? Are you the one that created them? Let your mind be at rest. Or mute your device and tell three people, let your mind be at rest. 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 Praise the Lord. So when you see the ways of God, when you pant after his way, one of the things, the blessings you receive is you enjoy rest. Rest in your marriage, you enjoy rest. Rest in parenting, you enjoy rest. Rest in your finances, you enjoy rest. Because in your finances, you are following all the, the kingdom principles of sowing. Kingdom principle of paying your first fruit, your tithe, your, your offering given to the poor and you know given to God's work. So you enjoy financial rest. Now you enjoy rest in your career. 
You enjoy rest in your business. You enjoy rest in raising up your children. I, I, I know that all this that I'm talking, I believe somebody is saying amen. You are enjoying rest in your home, in the mighty name of Jesus. You enjoy rest in your business, in your health, rest in the name of Jesus. In your finances, rest in the name of Jesus. In parenting, rest in the name of Jesus. In your old age, rest in the name of Jesus. As you go out in this week, rest in the name of Jesus. In your studies, rest in the name of Jesus. Over your wife, your husband, rest in the name of Jesus. Over your future, rest in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So let your mind be at rest. Don't stress yourself. In fact, don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Some people kill themselves because they worry excessively. They just carry the load of the word on their head like this. No, that is not the plan of God. Turn your Bible with me quickly to the book of 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles chapter 14. And uh, if you are there before me, I want somebody to read. Second Chronicles 14, verse 6. Second Chronicles 14, verse 6. And he built fenced cities in Judah, uh -huh. for the land had rest. And he had no war in those years, because the Lord uh -huh. had given him rest. Hallelujah! He Amen. built fenced city in Judah, for the land had rest. This land we have rest from COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. Your family will have rest from crisis in the name of Jesus. Your marriage will have rest in the name of Jesus. Your health will enjoy rest in the name of Jesus. Everything you lay your hand upon, you will enjoy rest in Jesus' name. Look at it. And he had no war. So when we say somebody is restful, there was no war. There's no internal war. So people are carrying internal war. Internal war is going on in their in their heart. Internal war with their neighbor, with their friends, with their family, with different people. Put all those things aside so that you don't terminate your own destiny abruptly. So let there be peace coming into your mind. Say the peace of God shall rule your heart. So don't whatever thing that may be in your heart right now that's bringing stress, you have opportunity. Cry to God. That's why the revival was there. When you come, you lay it at his feet. As you lay it at his feet, then you set out for the day, bubbling in Christ. So now you are going to bow down your head. Now you have opportunity. It is not time to sleep at all. You know that thing that is causing unrest in your heart. But the Bible tells me that now, because Asha was seeking the Lord, because he was walking in the ways of God, God gave him rest. Rest was one of the, you know, Titan also God promised Moses and God gave him rest. Now, I want you to begin to tell, first appreciate God for the word you have heard. So rest is one of the blessings of walking in the ways of God. Begin to say, Father, I thank you for your word which you have brought unto me this morning. I am grateful, I give you glory, I give you honor, I give you praise. This is your doing, and it's marvelous in my sight. Thank you, I am that I am, for in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, if you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that when we talk about rest, 
you, you have no part in it if you are not born again yet. But you can join the company of the restful. You see, as I am by God's grace, I don't get stressed over anything. It doesn't mean that things don't come my way. When they come, I bring them to God and off I go. I'm off it and leave it. I allow God to walk, do what he wants to do. And so whatever thing that may be in your life, sin, iniquity, you can repent from that. So I want you to pray this morning and say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Forgive me my sin. Today, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Lord, I pray as many who might have prayed this prayer, please save their soul. Forgive them their sin. Let them begin to enjoy both your earthly rest and also eternal rest. Thank you, ancient of days, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now, when somebody passed away, they say he is resting at the bosom of the Lord, if it is a Christian. Now, so that means that the word itself is already stressful. So don't add extra load on yourself. So while you are here on earth, enjoy your life. Enjoy your life by serving the Lord. And I pray that you will not depart from following him again in Jesus' name. Gent of days, we bless you this morning. Thank you for giving us rest. Rest on every side. Total rest. I thank you. I know this war, you brought it to somebody in particular. I don't know who the person is. But I know more than one, more than two, more than three, more than four. This morning, as your children go out, give them rest in the name of Jesus. Any man that has troubled you, in the name of Jesus, as you appear in this week, you will find favor in their sight in the mighty name of Jesus. Any situation that might have troubled you as you go out today, you will find favor and that situation will no longer trouble you again in the name of Jesus. Whatever thing that may be giving you unrest, is it your marriage? Is it your health? Is it your finances? Is it your children? Is it your spouse? Is it your extended family? Is it your studies? Whatever thing. I command the peace of God to be still in your life in the name of Jesus. Every now, in the name as I pray this prayer, the weight, the weight of struggling, the weight of stress is being lifted up now. So spirit of stress hanging over the life of the people of God, I command stress to go now in the name of Jesus. I command stress to go now in the name of Jesus. I command that burden to be lifted up your shoulder in the name of Jesus. Why? Because God is in control. Father will give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayer. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are friends.